Welcome, everybody, to Who's Your Band? I am Jeffrey Paul. I am joined by Sean Morton. How are you, Sean? Jeffrey, the cup says it all, buddy. Uh, that, that, it that's all. so you. It's so you. Um, you love that shirt, by the way. I do love my shirt. This is a great show. This is a great, great show. Yeah, you're a big extreme guy. I, I like the, the guitar player in extreme. I'm not going to lie. I like you everybody in extreme. It was extreme in living color. What a show. That's a great show. Were you, were you, what did you see? Did you see that Starland or? Three minutes from my house. Yes. Uh, you can't get, can't get better than that. All right. Well, we got a good show. I've been trying to get this guest on for a while. You know, here's the thing. I, I knew she was a comedian. And she was very, very nice. And, you know, uh, we worked together once at the Comedy Cove. And that was it. And then I, you know, you know, you know, like what comedians do. Like you, know, you meet people, you kind of get along, you exchange information, and you follow each other. And over the years, I didn't realize that she was like such a rocker and really into music and had like a whole music thing going on. And you know, so I always thought she'd be perfect uh, to talk on this show. So let's bring in comedian rock enthusiast, and there's more that I don't know about. What we're going to get to know her on the show. Claudia Stavola, how are you, Claudia? Hey guys, how's it going? It's, do you remember working at the Cove that time? That's the one um, in Springfield, New Jersey. It yeah, is. It's, is that... it's a restaurant that hasn't been fucking updated in sixty years. Yeah, I remember because I had a kidney stone that night, and I was in excruciating pain. <laughs> and Jeff's voice blasted the stone. You were able to pass it. And that's why you're no, I never I I've never had a stone blasted. I've had many stones. And the last one I had, they wanted to blast it. And they're like, nobody's ever passed one this big. It's however many millimeters. I said, I'm not getting it blasted. You're not going to damage one of my organs. And I did end up passing it. The urologist was like freaked out. Stones are not that is the most pain I've ever been in in my life. This it first is. four minutes of this show just proved that nobody on this show is under 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first, you know, the first kidney stone I had, I was 18 years old hmm. and my boyfriend broke up with me because he said I was too sickly. <laughs> oh, I remember having, I remember a kid in high school and I went to an all boys high school. He was 14 and had a kidney stone. Oh, wow. That beats me by a like, mile. That's hard. That, you got to think. Like, first of all, you're not even like, you know, banging chicks at 14, especially in an all boys freaking high school. And he's a little yeah. nerdy Indian kid. The only action he's getting is from a urologist. Yeah, on, that's this is the most a, he's going to feel. <laughs> this is the direction you want to take this show. You want to talk about kidney stones? I, she brought you on the fucking word. God. This is what happens. You see, when the guest brings up something, the co-host kind of steers the ship and talks a little about yeah, it. Yeah, listen, the show is not sponsored by AARP, okay? We we have to talk about cool things. We got to talk about music. We got to talk about... Oh, yeah. So when I met Claudia, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if it was your husband or your boyfriend at the time, and I needed someone to film something for me, and he did it for me. And oh, that yeah. filming got me, you know, um, passed on a different place. So that was pretty cool. Oh, good. So good. I always remember yeah, and- that about you, Claudia. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I do remember working there. He never booked me again, though. Was named Gene? Is that the guy? Yes, name? yes. He's. I think he didn't like that I said the c word, so that was that for me. <laughs> well, he, he also he also doesn't know uh, what he's looking at, but that's um that that's that's a different show. It's a different podcast, but yeah, Claudia, 
you do comedy, yes. but but are you are you a DJ? Are you are you do, on a rock station? Are you doing uh Yeah. Tell yeah. about you. So um you guys I don't know if you're familiar from the 80s with Monsters of Rock, the Monsters of Rock tour. Yeah. yeah. Me so, and Sean still live in the 80s. Okay. Well, thank you. So you should know. But so I'm surprised you don't listen to Monsters of Rock. So there's a an app called Dash Radio. It's basically similar to Sirius, but it's free. So you download the Dash Radio app. There's all different stations. And one of the stations is Monsters of Rock. And I do the morning show there. So um, I'm Monday through, well, I was Monday through Friday, but right now I asked him if I could not do Fridays anymore because I'm working on a couple other projects. And I think I told you I have a chronic illness, so I don't have a lot of energy to expend. So I had to uh, make a decision there. But yes, yeah, so um, they, we play all, we do 80s, it's hard rock, heavy metal. You know, there's some classic in there, but not your typical like classic rock station music, mostly hard rock and heavy metal. And uh, we do all the way from the 60s to present day. And um, I would say a majority is the 80s. That's, you know, kind of the preference. So were you always into this type of music or did you get into this music to get the gig on the radio? <clears throat> no, in fact, I didn't know there was a gig to get. That's another story. But um when I was about, I think I was about 10 years old, two albums that I discovered just on my own, um, one was Dirty Deeds by ACDC, yeah. and uh, the other was um, Women and Children First. That, that was actually my first Van Halen album, believe it or not, even though Van Halen 1 is, of course, like the ultimate. But um, yeah, so that was my first introduction to like really getting into hard rock. But I I also, I was very punk rock growing up. I mean, if you ask me who my band is, yes, Van Halen, but also Minor Threat. But I figured you guys might not know who Minor Threat are. So I didn't want to like- I do, I'm more diverse, I'm more diverse than Jet. Like, see, if you're going to talk about punk and stuff, I can handle that. If you want to talk mm -hmm. about like, you know, the, the 70s, yeah. uh, they call that shit music. That's what that's what you kind of first of all there. we all know okay. the 70s is the best music is the wait, best wait, wait, era wait, wait. for music we know that what are what in the 70s exactly are we referring to as shit? oh like well here's what here's what jeff's into like jeff comes off as this big iron maiden fanatic you know wearing a headbanger's ball shirt and blah 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 but deep down inside it's like you know uh, little jackson brown it's a little air what's wrong with jackson brown it's a little air okay. he's, he's a bad like songwriter Sticks, love you know. sticks. They're great. Is it because you're a like, kid? Is that what it is? I like eclectic. So, like, I will listen to disco. I will listen. Started to, in the seventies. Yeah, hard rock, heavy metal. Uh, I listen to you know Sinatra. I'm not really a country music person. I mean, maybe one or two random songs. You know, like. I'll go to the 70s. I'll listen to like a Ronnie Millsap song, but don't mm -hmm. really give me any present day country. Cause, but yeah, so I, I appreciate a little variety, but I get what you're saying, Sean. You know, I, I totally understand that. But I also think it's funny, like even, you know, being so into the punk scene and the hardcore scene when I was growing up, I always thought it was funny, like 
you were only allowed to like one type of music or you were a poser. It's like, well, you could be more than one dimensional with your music, can't you? I don't know. So it's funny. There's always that, that you know, sort of uh, idea that that people have. Everybody's passionate about their music. So I, I understand why people- I think times are a little different that. now though too. I think there's a lot more crossover, a lot more exactly. acceptance. I mean, if you looked at- uh, Five Finger Death Punch was touring, you know, last, I think it was last spring or whatever it was. And they had like Brantley Gilbert, who's a country artist opening up. Yes. Nickelback, yeah. the same thing. They, they And let me tell you, man, that crowd really, really liked Brantley Gilbert. Too. Would, would you say, yeah. would you say crossover started and it was okay to like different genres of music when Aerosmith and uh, Run DMC kind of got the. That. Well, because it's the first time that really happened. Yeah. And then you look at Rage Against the Machine, and, you know, and, with, and they toured with Public Enemy for the longest time. And that was kind of cool. And then, like Sean had brought up, uh, you have country uh, artists uh, going out with uh, metal bands and Post Malone, you know, uh, doing, uh, you know, Ozzy covers. So, I mean, did it go, did it start back with, with Aerosmith and Run DMC? And then, you know, it start. you know, it, it started to kind of like, okay, you, you cannot, you don't have to be identified only as a rocker or only as a Guido who's into to, uh, disco. I mean, I, I don't know when it started. I, it's funny because my first thought was what you said, you know, Aerosmith and Run DMC, although I'm sure there were collabs before that, that maybe weren't as monumental or huge, right? But yeah, I think it's so common now that it's not even something that people bat an eye at. Like when that first happened, people were like, what? Like you couldn't believe these two acts were coming together. Um, I mean, it's almost to the point, like it's like tattoos. Like back when I was growing up, it was so cool. Like cool people got tattoos and they were few and far between. Now everybody has fucking tattoos, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's not really a unique thing anymore like it used to be. And I think that's sort of where it's at with the crossover stuff. Like people sort of expect it now versus it being like something that's so outside the box, right? But sometimes when it happens anyway, we still get excited depending on who the act is. That's, you know, that's how I see it. Who I really, would you, like, I, who would I you guys like to see crossover? I'm sorry, Sean. Who would you guys like to see crossover? Like, if, like, what? Who would you like to see a collaboration with? But that's, and that's for both you guys. So many of them. I mean, I mean, just just look at the the CMT Crossroads series that they have that they put out. You know, for the last 10, 15 years, where you know the country artist sings the rock songs and the rock artist sings the country song. I mean, th those are phenomenal series right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I would like to. I would like to see like Chris Stapleton because I love Chris Stapleton. Yeah, I love his voice. He's he's just brilliant. And then. Um, Maybe have like a, like a real hard rocking song with maybe Slash playing with him. Ooh, that's a good idea. Like he did a, he did a song on Ed Sheeran's album. It was it was Bruno Mars, Chris Stapleton, and Ed Sheeran together. It's a it's a wow. fucking finger. It's a really really it's a rocking song. It's not one of those you know typical Ed Sheeran. You know, let me go to the top of a mountain, eat a potato, and cry myself to sleep. One of those songs. It Why was, would he eat a, eat a potato? It's just Irish. a random potato. It's that's why. Oh God. Was the potato cooked first, or are we talking like? Listen, just yeah, don't ever trust the Irish. I'll eat them fucking raw. Believe yeah, me. boiled <laughs> potatoes, gourmet, horrible people. Yeah, who'd right, you like right. to see, Claudia? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about it, but something that just came to mind because right now I'm like back into watching The Voice, and I was really impressed with um, 
Reba McIntyre. She just seems like such a lovely person. So I was like, what if she did a collaboration with Volby? Like that, I could see that working. <laughs> it would be that, totally bizarre. That, wow. <laughs> right? Like I don't think would, we've, I don't think that, that's that what I'm talking has, about. Claudia, that sentence has never been uttered in the world. But Reba see, McIntyre and Volby. No, that no. I don't even know how that could happen. What did you think of Dolly Parton's uh, rock album? Uh, I haven't really listened to a lot of it. I've only heard snippets. I mean, I get why she did. I like Dolly. It's hard to badmouth Dolly. Yeah, you, you know can. what I mean? You can't. I mean, she She's does a just... song with Halford, which was pretty friggin' good. Yeah, yeah that's one good. of the ones that stood out to me. But I, uh, if I'm being honest, I haven't really paid a lot of attention. I have to <laughs> sit down and and listen to it. But I think it's cool that she did it. I think she was you know, saying, look, you're putting me in the Rock Hall of Fame and I haven't done rock, so let me do some rock. And I thought that was pretty cool of her. She's just a a very talented, wonderful, likable person. So it's hard to be critical and it's hard to be critical or complimentary because I haven't really heard anything yet. So, but I did hear the one with Half, and I'm like a Judas Priest, like lover. So that's, you know, Rob mm -hmm. can almost do no wrong in my book. Jeff was a big fan of the whole Pat Boone uh, heavy metal cover album. I'm not a oh fan of that. But Sean, I have a yeah. question for you. Okay. Yeah. And if you want to chime in on this one, you can, Corey. But okay. So here's your choice. And, uh, you know, we'll just read between the lines on this one. Mm -hmm. Okay. A 77 year old Dolly Parton or a 36 year old Lizzo? Which one you picking, Sean? I, I take Dolly every day of the week, <laughs> twice on Sunday, and three times on my birthday. Same. Yeah. I mean, listen, Lizzo is talented. She has an amazing But you understand voice. where but you understand what I'm really well, I know what you're talking about. Okay. I know what you're talking about. And you're both going Dolly. That's okay. why I'm trying oh, to yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, give a little props in one direction. But as far as you know what we're talking about, I could not. Now I'm gonna ask Claudia a question that was brought up again last, I think it was last week or well that episode before, how Jeff was screaming at the top of his lungs that you don't wear the band shirt to the band concert right yet uh i texted jeff and adam earlier this afternoon and said hey who's claudia's band and he says it's van halen and what is the dope wearing today <laughs> i know i saw that i love it. see i was gonna wear van halen but i wore my heat miser shirt instead <laughs> Happy holidays. But where do you but where do you uh, chime in on this? You know, and this this is a big argument I, I have on the radio. There's a big argument we have here. Is it cool to wear the shirt of the band you're going to see in concert? I don't do it, but I don't, you know, I don't This is why I love her. She's 100 percent criticize anyone who does it. I don't criticize it. In fact, my buddy and I uh over the summer we went to see uh Buck Cherry. And I know who your buddy wearing... is because he's a buddy of mine too. Yes, yeah, and he was wearing his Kiss shirt. Wait, right? is it the is it the same concert that we went to see Buck Cherry with uh, Skid Row? Skid Row. Well, oh, Skid we saw in Jersey. We we oh, you were in Jersey. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So so first we went to see. Uh, we had tickets for Buck Cherry Skid Row in Huntington, New York, and and then I was supposed to announce Skid Row, and that's a whole other story for Monsters of Rock. But then in the meantime, a show popped up for Buck Cherry in Norwalk, Connecticut, but it wasn't with Skid Row. So we were like, we we have to go. Like, come on. So we go. And and um, I had let uh, the guitarist Stevie know we were going to be there. 
because he was so cool. He bought my book. He was like a big, you know, um, supporter of my book. So I was like, hey, we'll see you, you know, blah, blah. He's like, oh, come backstage, whatever. So we come back there and he was kind of like, he's the nicest guy, but he was kind of making fun of Johnny for wearing his kid's t-shirt. Well, is he supposed <laughs> I, to wear a Buck Cherry shirt there? No, I think it was more like, you know, we were just kind of talking about like how some people either love or hate Kiss because some people see them more as like a joke band. Other people take them. They're not seriously. a joke band. No, I know. I know. But I know that some people have had that mentality before. You know what I mean? But no, are, we, were, are so we were just laughing about it. But, you know, Johnny's so laid back and cool. He we, he laughs at himself, you know. But we laugh at him, too. What's that? I definitely laugh at him too. Oh, of course. I laugh at him. I laugh with him. <laughs> I don't laugh with him. I laugh at him usually. Yeah. My yeah. Buddy. I understand. He's I my understand. buddy. He's my 80s metal wrestling buddy. Yeah. You know, he's so in wrestling. But I think we're going to a concert on Saturday too. I think we're going to go see um, uh, Brett Michaels. So we'll oh, talk very about cool. 80s. Is this still part of the yeah. uh, Party Gras tour? I don't I know. Saw him, I saw Brett Michaels over the summer and. Uh, he had with him uh, Night Ranger. Who, no, it's different. Different. I was gonna say because Night yeah, Ranger stole the show. Right, you're right, Sean. I don't believe it's with. So Night he's Ranger. just torn because what he's gonna do, he's gonna come back over the summer and he's gonna do another party gras and he's gonna get a couple of other bands and this is gonna yeah. be like his thing now. You know, gotcha. he'll, he'll do this for years. A um, couple of good tours announced uh, this week. I wanted to get your your thoughts on that. And we're talking about old music here, but that's what seems to be selling and selling out arenas yeah. with, with with the exception of Taylor Swift, of course. But I mean, what do you think about this lineup? And I'm I think I'm definitely down with this. Uh Journey Def Leppard, who I which I've seen that that came out about five years ago. I went to go see that. Uh, but joining them on this is Steve Miller, Hot and Cheap Trick. I did not know the last three. I know I now I'm in. Yeah, yeah oh, there I, we go. Okay, I saw great. that too. After that, somebody texted it to me the other day, and I was like, "Wow, that's quite a lineup." I mean, the the thing is, you know, Journey. I oh, I always loved Journey. I mean, I loved Steve Perry's voice. I just, you know, I know the guy sounds like him. I had free tickets a few before the pandemic. Went with a friend. And uh, what's his name? Arnell is very talented, but it's just like, to me, I'm not feeling the feeling of Journey. So, but I would still go because I like the songs and I like, I love Cheap Trick. I would love to see Ann Wilson live. I've never seen her live. So I want to hear her voice. Um, who else did you say was on the bill? I forgot. And Steve, Miller. Uh, uh, Steve Miller. Oh yes. I never saw Steve Miller. I love his attitude. I love you should, You know why? Because Jeff is a joker. I'm a smoker and you're a kidney stoner. Yes, how do you call back that one, Jeff? Okay, this is how we do it. Adam, can we cut him off right now? Enough, <laughs> enough. Holy shit, we're we're twenty minutes into this podcast. I can't take him anymore. Am I in a? I'm in a good mood for a change, and I'm not picking on I, you all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Because you know, this newfound attitude of yours, you're, you're positive. Wait, can I just good, say and something? I'm, and I'm, that... I'm morphing into you. Yes, Claudia. Go oh ahead. no. Yeah, I just remembered when you were saying earlier, just to quickly go back to the original topic about collaborations. Do you remember when Van Halen toured in 2012 and they had Cool in the Gang opening? Yes, <laughs> yes, talking. yes. That I was, was into it. Well, was that like, was David Lee Roth's uh, return to Van Halen. And do you yeah. remember where? And do you remember where they did the practice shows? 
Uh, no, I I saw them at MSG, but I don't remember where the where were the practice shows. Right next to the Comedy oh. Cellar at Cafe Wow, which which uh, Roth's uncle owns. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Because I rem right. I remember because on that same street, there's a couple of other clubs. Uh, Greenwich wasn't there at the time, but CB's was Comedy okay, Basement. Yeah. And I yeah. remember I was there uh, one of the nights, and McDougal Street was mobbed. You know, oh, I mean, it was gosh. great because you had you had the cellar that which was is the cellar, but then you had everyone going to Cafe Wine, just hanging out around it. You know, to kind of get a glimpse of uh, the band. Um, that yeah, that was so that cool. was crazy. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the band, okay, because um, yeah. we're actually talking music on this show, which we don't do a lot anymore. Yes. Um, well, but um, so your your band is Van Halen. So I gotta start with this, Sam or Davy. Oh my God. Are you fucking joking right now? No. Is there a question? Like I'm getting mad. Yes. Dave, I don't think come on. Like that, okay. it, to me, Sammy Hagar is not Van Halen. I mean, they could call it Van Halen. They could call it whatever they want, but Van Halen is the original incarnation. You're disappointed in your fucking answer, and I'll tell you why. I don't care. You know I why? Don't care. Go ahead. This is what I I I love. I, I know what you're gonna say. Go ahead. It's anthrax. It's the same. It's the same situation as anthrax. You have Joey Belladonna as your singer with all this classic '80s thrash, and everybody loves it. And then you bring in this other singer who's completely different, and they completely change their sound. Yet that sound was fucking amazing. It's two separate bands with the same name. Yeah, two separate bands with the same name. I totally agree with. My problem with the whole um people you know comparing dave and sam and the voice and this and that it's like i don't need a um technically perfect vocalist for those songs that david lee roth wrote and sang mm -hmm. i need the wild abandon i need the craziness i that's what the draw is for me sam wrote songs and sang songs to me that are very generic, they're imitable, they're uh, they're interchangeable with so many other types of bands that we've heard. There's nothing that sounds like, whether lyrically or musically, that sounds like- I think you could say that about early Van Halen. I think- That's what when, I'm saying. Okay, right, but-, but to, So not to cut you off here, but, but, you know, but just to kind of like, just put a little context in here. Um, the direction that Van Halen was going in with the last album with Dave, 1984, they were getting, you know, it, they were changing their sound anyway. They were getting away from from the, from the guitars and going more towards the keyboards. And right, if you're going to go Dave in that direction, the keyboards. Dave didn't want the keyboards. No, he didn't. That that was part of the one of the big arguments was that he didn't. I, I jump is one of my least liked songs. I hate it. Hate it. We, if I we did a, tw a top twenty, it wouldn't be in my top twenty. But I do love. I love Drop Dead Legs. I love a bunch of songs on that album, but it's not my favorite Van. Probably Halen. Panama is the best song on the album. Yeah, I mean Hot for Teacher with the drums, but the first four to me are the killer albums. Those are just like that's all I need. But I'm fine with Diver Down. There's a couple songs on there too. But um, Dive It Down yeah. is like a cover album. It's it's you know it's kind I know. of it's kind of like their yeah. EP, you know. Yeah, I, that's what I I agree Al with that too. Although um, he does try to re you know Eddie's tried to recreate uh, 
uh, eruption with the intruder. And yeah, the, yeah. the intruder is an excellent, excellent lead in to a uh, pretty woman. Pretty woman. Yeah. So I know you can't argue with that. But um, yeah, that's why I just I think it's funny when people try to compare, you know, Sam versus Dave and Sam. But they had the number one hits when they were with Sam. And they, who gives a fuck? It's like the sound is generic. So you could have as many, you know, you thought right one. now was a generic song. Yeah, I know you didn't say, really? I'm not saying I'm not saying it's horrible, but you're if you're going to make me compare, then it's nothing. It's pound, it's pound cake. Generic, generic. Oh. I'm sorry. There are songs. Who, that, who, who, that, that, so who does it sound oh, like? Let me let me just say one other thing. If you go back and listen to the intro to Sammy Hagar's Three Lock Box, it's basically a little uh We'll call it a nod. We won't call it a ripoff to Mean Street. Go listen and you'll hear the similarity. That mean Street may be hard on for Dave. <laughs> mean Street may be the one of the best openings of a song that I've ever heard. Exactly. And real one of hard. The best to, songs I've ever heard. You know, on Monsters of Rock Cruise, um, they would do an tribute. There was yeah. a Van Halen tribute band, and Extreme was on that cruise. Yeah. And they asked uh, uh, Nuno to come up and yeah. do Mean Street, and he could not do the opening of, of Mean Street. Yeah. I mean, it. it well, did you, you, hear... you he... Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say it, it was he, 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 uh, he had practiced it beforehand because uh, yeah. they asked him in the afternoon. And when they went up and did the performance, they just went right into the song and did not do the intro. I love it. I love it. But and Nuno, by the way, you because Sean, you said you love extreme, obviously. Did you know that Brian May, you know, has such reverence for Nuno that because when they I forget which magazine named um, Brian May the greatest guitarist and he's so humble. He's like, no, 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 it's not me. And he gave like total props to Nuno Betancourt, which I thought was totally cool. So he's on a different level. There's some musicians that you look at when you watch them live and it's like, they're they're not even in a zone it's just that it's their soul just coming literally just coming out of their bodies and yeah. you, you can't even put any kind of like musical theory attached to it it's just something that just comes out of them and, and nuno's but, always yeah. been one of those people that's a cool way to describe it yeah i like that and i'm i wish i was musical because it's like i'm not knowledgeable enough like i don't know how to play guitar so it's like you know i have my feelings but i don't know from a technical standpoint but i do know like you know nuno is one of them obviously eddie you know i know uh like satriani's great but even on um when they were on howard stern sammy was just on with um uh was with the know, circle Brown, yeah the circle basically yeah. and, and even joe was saying he's like it is very difficult to play Eddie Van Halen stuff. And he, I forget what song he was trying to play. And he's like, he's like, I'm, I, I still haven't gotten it down, you know, cause they're doing the tour and yes, I am going to go see it. Okay. So I will. And I have seen Sammy live. I have, I did see the circle and they were great. I don't have any, I don't think that he's not talented or anything. It's just like, to me, it's just two separate things. <laughs> if, you had, if you if you had a pick, a top Van Halen album from the Sam era and one from the Dave era. Which one are you going with? Okay. One so, from each. One from each. 
Yeah, well, from the Dave era, it's easy. Uh, it for me, it's the debut album because that's like the most insane debut album that anybody could ever put out. So you can't even. And what year? Do you remember what year that was? Uh, that was seventy eight. That was someday. So that was in the seventies, right, John? Yeah. No, I'm not talking about the. I'm not talking about the good seventies, right? And, and seventy eight. And seventy eight. You had the debut album of the Cars, which was another amazing debut oh, album. Oh yeah, I love the Cars. Uh, Die Straits came out. You know, talking about amazing guitars. Uh, the Police came oh, out. Yeah. It was like you know, these little unknown bands that went nowhere. Yeah, they all came yeah, out. I'm not 70s. talking about good music. I'm talking about that 1918 bubblegum fucking company shit that you listen to. Every era has has that stuff. You like what? Like what? Like okay, what? hold on. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm out in Sean right now. You ready? Just in front, go ahead. Who use Claudia? Because I know bring a Chihuahua to fight with a pit bull. Go ahead. Let's okay. <laughs> that's his. That's his go-to line. Love okay. Tell. Be truthful here. Mm -hmm. Another tour that was announced. Mm -hmm. Another tour that was announced. He's on the block in Paul Abdul. I'm that's right. There. Are I'm you going there. to that? I went last year. It was, let me tell you. I went last year. One of the best concerts I went to all last. Because you're a gay man. Not oh yeah, it's Jeff. It's so horrible. But what gay guys have good taste? <laughs> okay, but it's so horrible to go to a concert where there's only four hundred men and nineteen thousand women that are standing. You're around. not going. You're not going to a it's club horrible. to try to hook up. It doesn't you're, make you're, a you're difference. You're watching a concert with okay. Music. Jeff, would you rather go to a dream theater concert where you have 3,000 men drooling over a fucking five dudes standing on a stage? You're really you asking me this question. Of course would you, I would. Because that's <laughs> how you are. And that's why... If there's a chance that they can do Perfect Stranger, yes, I will go and take that chance. Their covers are insane. Oh, not me. I will put on a fucking Ocean Pacific hot pink fucking tie-dye shirt with a goddamn Donnie Wahlberg jacket and, and feather my hair. Yeah. I don't give a shit. It could be a bunch of MILFs that would want to have sex with me. If there's a chance I'm going to go see Dream Theater and they're going to do Profit Song off of, uh, Jeff, off of Night the Opera, I'm going to see Dream Theater. Yeah, they're probably GILFs. Let's just get this, let's just clear it up. It's <laughs> yeah, really yeah, not even at this point, yeah, you're talking Google. <laughs> Shut up, Clay. You're siding with him. The two of well, you. listen, I mean, I was never into New Kids or Paula Abdul, but it would be more fun. <laughs> Right. You're, you're going to go to that. You're not going to that show. No, no, I'm not going to it. But if I sure. had to choose between those two, I probably I, would go to that. <laughs> I guarantee you Sean is going to that show. There's not even a question. If I had to choose, if I had to choose between going to see Pantera again <laughs> and driving an hour and a half to see Pantera or go 12 minutes from my driveway to PNC and watch New Kids on the Block, guess what, Jeff? Oh, <laughs> that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Oh man! Straight I, up, <laughs> New Kids on a Block have a song called "Tonight," and song. Like it that. is that that song to me is the ultimate shittiest. If I'm, it, it's the worst. I don't even song. know it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, album. it's really bad. Adam, are you there? Better be here. Is there any chance you can pull up tonight by New Kids on the Block, and we could play a snip of it? For a Claudia. It's so bad. I have it on my phone. I can actually pop. Okay, yeah. It's so please. bad, but I happen to have it in my I, yeah. Apple. And, and if you can get the video, playlist. because the video will give you the biggest douche chills ever. It is so horrendous. It is. So I have to say, though, oh, I like Donnie Wahlberg's personality. He seems like he's got a good sense of humor. Yes. He's been on Donnie day. Wahlberg? Yeah. He he's He's a motorcycle guy in a moped band. That's what he is. Ah, okay. Uh, 
never heard that, but I like that saying. It's interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, Keep so, from the so, same guy who created 23 Skidoo. Anyway, <laughs> good. Yes, I, and, I, and when I go out, I, I perform in zoot suits now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so while we've had to pull up this, this sh absolute shit show of a song, uh, okay, okay, okay let's, let's see what you got. Okay. I love when I love when Adam does this. Yes. What oh is he? God. He's what is he on? He's on a motorcycle. Oh my god! Oh, that's Joey. He's so cute. He's I know so he cute, looks like he's Joey. like a predator coming up to a kid. <laughs> you pick it up. You know he's a badass because he's wearing his hat backwards, man. Listen to the music intro. Yes, because this is not this is the second album, not the classic Hanging Tough. Now it's going to get, oh yeah, he's not really playing that piano. Now, now, now they're getting reflective. Yeah, you know what this is? This. Yeah, this is just guys hanging around having fun. Heartfelt. Yeah. Yeah, counting money and, and wiping pussy off their face. Yeah. Oh, you see what he did? Hanging Tough, he, he made muscles. Right stuff. That was another oh, song that I he did. Doing. Watch, watch, watch when the chorus goes in. It's about to kick yeah, in. Taking words out. This could be a Beatles song. God forbid. Oh my I God. hate this. I hate this. It's got a little Sergeant Peppers going in there. <laughs> now they're going to pump in fake crowd music. Listen. Oh my God! All right, Adam, enough of this, please. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, listen, I like that song by One Direction, so I'm in no better because I like a couple of boy band songs too. But I don't really know anything by New Kids other than the oh oh oh. That's them, right? Oh, that's oh, him. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's the one I know. That's it. <laughs> that's the right stuff, and it was referenced in tonight. I know. So oh, the callback, Jeff. Yeah, it's, it's a callback. Comedy, comedy you should know what that is, but obviously. Yeah, but they're not, they're, not, they're not comedians. They're they're, I'm, I'm not even saying they're musicians. Adam, have you ever heard that song before? Listen, How bad the was that? the reason why you hate it, look, here's, there's another reason why you hate it, Jeff. You got to remember, and I'm not, again, this is not my usual weekly dig on how fucking old you are, but- this was when, like, I was 13, 14. So, again, this was a different era of music for yeah. pop kids, you know? And their okay. bands were fucking gigantic. They were absolutely gigantic. I can vividly remember my eighth grade class trip going to Fernwood Resort in Pennsylvania, thinking this was, like, the classiest place on the fucking earth, you know? And these girls would not stop blasting the New Kids on the Block Hanging Tough record and the Dirty Dancing. I just want to kick you right now. Why? I hate everything you're saying. Because I'm 17 years younger than you. That's why. I don't make a difference. You're not. But it's, it's, you can't. You can't just. But the, how can you defend this song? This is. I told you the song sucks. It's not off the classic Hanging Tough record. It's on the second. The album. classic. Because classic. that was the good song. That was the good stuff. That was the good. That had yeah. the right stuff. Yes. <laughs> but it's the, like we all have to like some shitty songs. We have to. It's we just, don't have we, to like that one. And tonight, no, not that one. I'm not. I like, I'm not I like the last Maiden album. Case in point. Oh, me, okay. 
I'd rather go to a dance festival on October 9th or it's October 7th than go listen to that fucking song again. That was an unbelievable... There is nothing worse than that song. But here's the thing about that. You actually researched it because you knew little tidbits about the video. See, yeah. I haven't seen that video in over much. 30 years. You probably have it on your freaking favorites on your YouTube channel. I guarantee it. That and Rico Suave, right? You probably got that. I love Rico Suave. Oh, right said Fred. I've watched... I I'll have watched that, those videos. I'll take the new kids song before those no two. No way. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll take you it. don't like Rico Suave? Rico no. Suave. Oh, my God. You remember who did that? I can't. That was Gerardo. Yeah, Gerardo. Everyone, oh, everyone thought the guy's name was Rico Suave. Right. And right. Rico, and he was in the movie uh, Colors with Sean Penn and Robert Duvall. Oh, he was. He was. Okay. He was. He was. He was one of the Latino that. gang uh, guys. This is the portion where Jeff puts our guests to sleep with stupid facts. This is is interesting stuff. Okay, can we all agree that we, I mean, can we all like Yacht Rock together? I love it. Yeah. I'm I'm a big Orleans fan. Yacht Rock. That's a great song. Still the One's a great song. Still Still the the One. one And um, there's another one that they have that's really good too. I can't remember it. I'm really good like with one hit wonder stuff from like 70s, 80s. So that like stuff I'm, I'm pretty good with. So. I guess that's why I'm a yacht rock lover because it makes me feel smart. Def Leppard <laughs> did a great cover of uh, "No Matter What." Do you remember oh. that? who did that? Def Leppard. <clears throat> yeah, yes, they really, did. A really, really great cover of that. That's got a, that's kind of a, well. Yeah. That's Badfinger. That's a great yeah, band. I, I couldn't remember who the band yeah. was, so I threw it in. What album was that on? They uh, did a cover album. Yeah, it was the whole cover record. Oh. Yeah, and it's okay. a it's a bunch of them. It came out like in the uh, late nineties. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so going back to let's go back to Van Halen. Okay, right. yes. Okay, so your your top album is um, the first one, great album. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know the story about what's the name Gene Simmons having a lot to do with that album. Well, not just with that album, but he kind he didn't really discover them, but he did so, sort of discover them in in an indirect way. But yeah, and then they were opening for them, and people went mental for Van Halen. <laughs> Right. So, yeah, but yes, he did help um, produce. I think. I, 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 that's a great album. And you, you mentioned um, women and children first. I think that's a yeah. great album too. Um, oh yeah. And one, two, uh, women and children. Fair warning. Those are my favorite. Fair warning's a great one too. Yep. Yeah. That's, well, that's what where Mean Street. You find Mean Street and Unchained. And... Love those are two great songs. Absolutely. Yeah. Those would be my top ten. Now, if you have to pick one, um, Sammy, what are you picking? I don't know Sammy albums because I wasn't into it. So I I know Fifty One Fifty is the name of one of their albums or Unlawful Whatever Car of Something Knowledge. (laughs) I don't know Sammy albums with Van Halen because I really did not care for it. So I didn't pay attention. I you know I knew the hits. And um, I think you have to go fifty one fifty. Even though, like, I love OU eight one two as like that's my a great one. Well, that, I know that name. I, no. I also think for unlawful carnal knowledge because I it's like a great do, record like, too. No, I, I think there was those three are solid records. You know, and, but I understand okay, which. Yeah, I'm sorry. Which songs were on fifty one fifty? The fifty one fifty had uh, "Why Can't This Be Love." Uh, uh, love walks in. Love walks in. Best yeah. of dreams. Worlds, best of both worlds. And then OU eight one two had uh, "When It's Love" and great song started. 
uh, and then for Unlawful Carnal had Pound Cake, uh, Run Around, which I think is a good, another great song too. And right, right now, right now, uh, Top of the World. So they all had a, a good three or four hits on them, you know, radio, yeah, uh, radio hits. But right, those are the songs I know. I I only know the hits. Balance, I can Balance was not a great record. No, but I can see. Balance. They had a, I can't oh, say you, but yeah. otherwise that's the only real big hit that really made it off that record. And you know, we, we never even, you know, brought this up in it. Where, where do you put the Gary Sharon era? A horrible experiment. Uh, Yeah, poor Gary. Like, I hate to yeah. insult a man, but I just, it's not even on my radar. Although I have to say, um, Wolfie a couple of years ago was doing like a guest DJ thing on Sirius and, um, you know, playing Van Halen songs and his favorites and this and that. And he was cool. Like he, he did give some props to Gary and he's like, you know, people don't realize blah. He gave a whole thing on this song and I, I don't remember the specifics, but I was like, oh, I didn't know that. So, you know, it's kind of interesting to hear that, but I could not get into that either. Like once Dave was gone, I was gone. <laughs> so, and I, I wasn't some, somebody who was like, oh my God, David Lee Roth is so hot. I never was attracted to the guy. It had nothing to do with that whole chicks in, you know, thing. I just really respect him as a writer, a performer, an entertainer, everything about him I, I enjoyed. So Did you like his I, solo stuff? Yeah, yes, I did like his solo stuff. And I loved his autobiography. Like, he's just an interesting guy. He's just, um, he's very unique. He had a very unique uh, childhood. He, I just think the way his brain has processed things, like, it's something that I, I appreciate and I can relate to. So maybe that's why I, I uh, have such reverence for him. But I just not think the he's best one radio of the host, though. I got to tell you, not the best radio host, which is fine with me because I don't I don't want my uh, Van Halen singer to be a radio host. I want to remember him in that regard, not as the radio host. <laughs> when he came out as a solo artist, he put together a killer band. He got Greg yeah. Bessonet to play drums. He got Billy Sheen uh, to play bass and he got uh, <laughs> Steve Vai. <laughs> on guitar and he was they that band was so incredible and yeah. that first single and the first uh video off of it yankee rose oh, oh love God. it that so was good. that's so one of my good. favorite songs that you know i mean it's just even his solo stuff and even the guys in in the band they've all said like how he was actually really good to them he was you know cool to work with nobody's had see the thing with the van halen brothers is they really couldn't get along with anyone <laughs> <laughs> even though like i uh, i live for uh i live for eddie van halen and think he was the greatest guitarist ever but all the you know records show that they did have a little difficulty kind of getting along with others so i think they were so tight with each other and their bond as brothers was so strong and intense that sometimes it was hard to work with outsiders you know what i mean and people didn't understand their dynamic. That's, you know, that's the impression I get. I, I would have liked to have seen what would have happened if they put out a record with uh, Mitch Malloy. You know, um, I, I, I have a feeling that he's a good enough singer and versatile enough where he could have done both live and concert. And I mm. think the, what they would have put out, I think would have been more along the lines of, um, of a Dave era uh van halen yeah. and a sammy era but you know it, yeah. it never ha it never happened no i mean 
again, you know, I'm open with certain bands, but for me, they were so iconic with David Lee Roth. I just, I don't see anybody else as Van Halen. I just, my brain does not accept it. It does not process it. So I wouldn't want to see all these additions. I would just rather see a new band, you know, call it something else with Mitch Malloy or whatever. Like when Bon Scott died and they- I'm just going to ask you. You know, um, Brian Johnson, A-OK, like fucking awesome, perfect. You'll never get another Bon Scott, but it doesn't matter. They created- another sound with um brian johnson that is also iconic and it's see with me to me with bon scott i the reason i love the early era is because it does have that punk edge to it um with brian it's straight up rock which i also you know worship and love but it worked and you can't get mad at it in bon scott indirectly found brian johnson as his replacement anyway if you guys know that story right when he saw, um, you know, uh, Brian and Jordy and he he didn't realize he was having appendicitis and he was down on the ground on stage, writhing around on stage. He's thinking it's part of the act. And he goes back and tells the guys, you go see this guy, you know, he's crazy <laughs> on stage. So, you know, they remembered that. And then they're like, wait a second, that's our guy. So it's a pretty cool story. <laughs> there are certain bands that do just have that certain sound. Yeah. And whether it's one person that leaves the band or if it's a singer. Like I, I always remember when I saw Guns and the first time I saw Guns and Roses, that's that's my band. But I saw yeah, I, uh, I saw the Bad Axles all-star lineup. Yeah. I went to Roseland in the city. So of course I weasel my way right to the front. And I love DJ Ashba as a guitar player. And now I'm listening and I'm like, wow, he sounds just like Slash. Like he's really sounding. And I, I play guitar, so I'm looking up and I'm like, oh, so he's playing a Les Paul. It's no, that's, that's cool. Okay. Oh yeah, he's got the Marshall stack as well. And then I'm like leaning over. I'm like, he's got every effects pedal that Slash uses. <laughs> wow. So like, there, there was no, it, that was, you could tell that, that was a direct order <laughs> to make yep. whatever you're doing sound just like him. Yeah, and because, I didn't enjoy yeah. the show. I, I mean, I really didn't enjoy the show. And then when I saw them, uh, you know, when they did the first Not of This Lifetime tour, I mean, I, I'll never forget. I actually went to Philadelphia with an old friend and I was like, I want to go to this show first because if I start crying hysterical, I don't want anybody that I know seeing me. And yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to cry too. And I'll never forget the first three notes of it. So easy. It was like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, <laughs> I'm I'm hysterical crying. You were crying at a Guns N' Roses concert. Oh, I was, I was, I was sobbing like a widow. That's cool. wedding yeah. That's not. No, it's not. Yeah, it oh. is because you're like so passionate about the music. You know, mm. like you're not hung up on like you know it's not manly and all that. Come on, you don't tear up when when Stick sings "Lady," Jeff. No, I hate "Lady." Ah. <laughs> no, I like. Oh I like um, I like too much and I like oh, I love Renegade because you're a real renegade. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. So that, like, system. No, I, I like Tommy Shaw, man. I think Tommy Shaw is a great singer songwriter. Yeah, he's great. His name pops up once a month on this fucking show. Why? Because he because he's underrated. They're not going to win me over. You know what? You need to be open minded. That's another tour that's coming out over the summer. Uh, we're gonna, we're going to see Sticks and Farner. Yeah, I'm going to that though, and I'm going to make fun of that whole show. I'm going to be. You, you go in there ironically. 
Yeah, no, I'm going with you. We're going together to that show, and I'm going to be streaming it live the entire show. I'll have well, listen, stupid. When, when when the tickets go on sale this year, how about you getting them? Well, that was I made a mistake. Fucked <laughs> up, right? I don't keep hearing about it. John, didn't uh, Johnny take his son to Foreigner this past summer? What, I think you... so. Yeah, I think he yeah, did. Yeah, I think it was Foreigner because he's like, I couldn't believe my son was like really into going to Foreigner. He's like, so I'm going to take it. I was like, awesome, go for it. Yeah. I got to get Johnny down here because I always tell him like, you know, if, if there's ever a show that you want to see at Starland Ballroom, you got to just come down because I live three minutes from there. Wow, you know? nice. And I, live, and I live 15 minutes from PNC Art Center. So That's awesome. it's it's just a perfect and when it's a summer like a great summer of concerts like yeah August, I think it's the end of July to the middle of August I think we're going to PNC eight times oh my there's a God. bunch of great and they're just starting to release the lineup and Who's it's gonna coming? be great so they're doing Alanis Morissette with Joan Jett great show and, uh, Creed oh, with three do- Creed with Three Doors Down they got Hootie and Fish with Collective Soul great show uh, Sticks Foreigner. There's Chicago Earth, Wind, and Fire, which I'm definitely going to. I've seen that a million oh, I've times. It's great. I've seen that combo. I see Earth, Wind, and Fire pretty much every summer. I've never but... seen them. Oh, so they're great. I've got to see oh, them. Oh, oh, outdoor yeah. concert with Earth, Wind, and Fire. In Chicago? You'll yep. cream your pants. And then <laughs> um, Paula Abdul and New Kids on the Block, which I, I, might upgrade to, uh, I might upgrade to a cabana for that so I can stretch out and really enjoy myself instead of sitting with the common folk on the on the lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want to be able to line dance. I mean, not line dance. You want to do your boy band. You, want, you, mean, you want to be able to hang yourself is what you want to do. I, uh, no, no you want to hang I will sit there with a Truly <laughs> or a White Claw and uh, maybe with a Fuck, little... Of course, of course you're going to have a White Claw. There, yes. a little, one of those little... Yeah. Automatic fan misters, so I don't got no shots myself. Are you gonna be yeah. wearing Daisy Dukes? So listen, Jeff. Look, I even have fucking standards here. I know that no one needs to ever see that shit. <laughs> little, little, little cut off denim jeans. With, no, I'll wear Lemmy shorts. I'm gonna cut them Lemmy style. So man, tank, oh, tank top. It says I, you know, I love Joey. No, I dude, I wouldn't go that far. I would probably, I would probably go retro and buy one of like their old school satin jackets. Do you have a favorite new kid on the block? Is it, Jordan, is it Jordan? It was Jordan. Yeah, growing yeah. up, it was Jordan. Yeah, you you were a Jordan, big Jordan guy. You yeah, he had the rat tail. Remember? No, that was Danny Wood, buddy. Danny, Danny Wood. They both did, but Danny Wood. Come on, you guys know way too much about new, new kids on the block. <laughs> I know none of what you're speaking. Honestly, you have a vagina, and that's the scary part about this whole thing. Yeah, too. I no, mean, I, last time I checked, I thought. No, I it's good. It's good. It's it's good. You don't waste your time with this stuff. Um. <laughs> You know what? You you brought up a band. I just wanted uh, before we uh, before we wrap this up. Uh, what do you think of Mammoth? I think I really like the music. I have to say. I mean, maybe I'm more partial because it's Wolf, but I think the guy's really talented, and the I would like to see him live. I heard he's they're coming to um, Toad's place in New Haven, yes, which I think would are. be interesting to Tiny. see. Yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like thinking maybe I should go check that out. Have you, you really guys... should? If you haven't seen him, you really should check him out. I mean, I, yeah. I say the first record you get, you can never go by somebody's first record because you have your entire life to write your first record. Don't it's back down is a great song off of it, though. Oh my god, the yeah, whole record is, is. is phenomenal. But the second it's record is incredible. a banger. Second yes. record is a really, really good record. And I, I, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a believer of just the word rock and roll. You know, I, I'm a big rock and roll mm-hmm. fan. I always felt that Dave Grohl was the last real living rock star. 
that's out right now. And I yeah. think the other person that can. That well, Donnie Wahlberg is still around. Jeff, listen, he's more of an actor. He's on Blue Blood, CBS, Friday nights, 8 o'clock. You so know I, your stuff. I know my new kids. I know my new kids. But I think if anybody can take that torch, it's Wolfie. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he has the history from the Van Halen stuff. He's going to have to write something commercially viable that's going to get uh, radio. He's got, a, he's got a good radio-friendly vibe to him, though. Like he can, he he always you play him all the time. He's one hit away. He's oh, do you? Top. What's the response on that, Claudia? Yeah, I mean, you guys got to listen to Monsters of Rock. You got to, you know, we play all the good shit. We, um, people love listening to, you know, all this mix of music. But uh, Mammoth gets a big reaction like i get messages from people like play more wolfie you know so they'll direct message me about stuff that's on the air and request stuff and i think it's um it's been a really good response but when you were saying about dave grohl i just wanted to i i had a thought about you know the last rock star of sort of the recent years you know who's very underappreciated when i brought it up earlier if you haven't seen buck you saw buck cherry live right yeah I think Josh Todd is such a good front man. And I, I, you know, again, it always goes back to my punk rock roots though, because I know he has a little like a uh, punk rock, um, uh, you know, history himself with what he used to listen to and stuff. But I feel like they're such an underappreciated band when you go through their catalog and the straight up rock and roll that they write and the grooves and you look at the chemistry between him and Stevie D on stage, that's, you know, you don't get that a lot anymore. Like it's, it's a true, you could see they're really connected and feeling the music and they write well together. So I, that's just a band that I think deserves way more props and um, appreciation than they get really. You know what it is too? There's a lot of that era that from that late nineties into the 2000 eras that kind of falls under the radar because they a lot of people get lumped into the new metal or into the yeah. you know shit but bands like buck cherry seven dust uh mm -hmm. one of my favorite bands blackstone cherry this band mm -hmm. should be we the play biggest, them too yeah they, they should be the biggest rock band in the country right now and i went to see them at a place and there was 40 people at the place it makes no it's, sense. Get, well, you have you have to have a little bit of that commercial appeal. We're yeah. still waiting for Dirty Honey to to break out. Oh, I, I love. We play them all the time too. I'm telling you guys, you got to tune in. These are all bands that we play. We play them in regular rotation. We have we have um, Chip from Enough's Enough is one of our DJs. Rachel Bolin from Skid Row is one of our DJs. Rudy Sarzo from Quiet Riot. Um, we have um, uh, Ryan Roxy from Alice Cooper. But do you have Tommy Shaw? We will never get Tommy Shaw. He's out of our league. Let's be honest. No, <laughs> we could get Dave Spade because he looks like him. What's but we your, also have. What's your listenership? <laughs> we have Dora. What's, what's that? What's the listenership on this station? We're actually like, the most to. Well, I mean the. For weekday shows, we get almost a million listeners a day. So that's pretty big compared to the stations on. Well, I don't want to badmouth other rock, you know, shows or stations, but we far outdo them as far as, you know, listens and stuff. So you could check because it out. Yourself. Because that's the problem. Because even if you go like in a market like New York, New York City, there is one rock station 
and they play classic rock. So if you if you want to yeah. hear any of this new music, you're not hearing it in the biggest market in in the United States. You knew you knew we'd have to go up by Buffalo, upstate yeah. New York. You're going to get some real rock stations. I'll play some uh, rock music. You want you know you go out to the Midwest and sometimes a little bit down south. But other than that, it's so hard to find a real rock top station. 40 up, it's top 40 up here. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'll I'm tell honest you what, with you. Or easy listening, like adult contemporary. I'm, right. I've gone on record and said this, and I don't know if Claudia will agree with this or not, considering that you are in the industry as well. But to me, the biggest genre by far right now is country music. Well, country is becoming pop too. It's not real country. But I, I, that's the thing. They're smart because you have your classic country people, you have your pop country, but you also have that harder rock edge country. So they're really taking people from three different demographics too and really building. I'm, well, I'm telling, I I've agree. In my life, thought that I would see people selling two and three nights at a football stadium. But think about it. And it's, you know, there are many talented country artists. I don't want to you know offend anyone but if you think about it it's such simple music to write it's very simple it's sort of like a you know when you think about like some of the sitcoms when sitcoms were more popular and you'd be like why is that the most popular show it's so generic and bland it's it's formula it's formula and that's sort of what country music is. I brought up the voice earlier and what I notice is, you know, there's a lot of people on there that have these killer voices. You'll have somebody with a really great growly rock voice. You'll have a, a beautiful R and B singer, you know, whatever. But by the end, as they get to those like late rounds and close to the finals, it's like um all country people because that's what, is the mentality of you know that's what kind of is most of the country i think what country is now compared to at least pop music is at least country is authentic it's you know it it, you know when the what i've heard like i'm not talking like um who's who's that woman who's kind of like country but she's not she just uh she just kind of said she's leaving country Um, um do you know what i'm talking about sean no Okay, I, I think when you like when you look at like a George Strait, you know, they're telling stories. Are still able to to you know tell you know. Uh, but that's it's, original, it's real. real country. Yeah, he's, but that but that's that's a different era of country. To sure. me, the country now. You like Jason Aldean? No, and and I think the thing with the country listeners now, it's like they it's more of an identity for them. Like we're. Mm-hmm. I, I get That's from true. talking to you guys that we're passionate about music. Like we're passionate about what we put on and rock out to in the car or in the kitchen or whatever, what concerts we go to. By the way, do you do that? What do you ever rock out in the kitchen? Oh, you've, you've never seen my videos? <laughs> I've, I've <laughs> seen, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she she really gets into Guys, you got to follow her on, on social media. Has she there been loves. any situations where you shot a video and you've like completely wiped out on your ass, but you never posted it? No, I, in <laughs> fact, I shouldn't jinx myself because like I, part of me is like, that would be so funny and I would post it, <laughs> but it hasn't happened, but it should happen because I don't have great balance. So I'm, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. In fact, my friend, um, she used to DJ a little bit for Monsters of Rock. Her name is Carrie Stevens. She actually was um, Eric Carr's girlfriend, Eric Carr. You know, we, yeah, we had her on the show. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she's Playboy Bunny, beautiful woman. 
Um, we were cracking up because, yeah, and her book is incredible. I don't know if you guys got her book, and you yeah, should we, get we talked too, about it. By the way, we need to talk about my book. But um, she did a video. She, you know, she, you know, she was like being sexy on her island counter, kind of, you know, doing one of these type of videos. You know, she's a Playboy playmate, and she fell off the counter. So she's like, should I post this? I go, hell yeah, you should post it. I said, I said, give it to me. I said, I'm going to, I'll tweak it for you. So I put, um, what's I, you know, it was like a 10 second clip. Oh, I, I took from the rainbow song. I put the part fell down and I kept on falling. And then <laughs> you know, so she posted it and people got a kick out of it, you know, cause she was, you know, being like, okay, I'm not perfect. This is, this is your shit happens. And I think, you know, her fans really got a kick out of it, but yeah, no, I, I, I love Carrie. She's awesome. Again, tell us where people can find you, Claudia. And your book. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my book is 100 things to hate before you die. Obviously it's, a comedy book. Uh, if you read the reviews on Amazon, you'll be surprised that people compare me to George Carlin, just saying. But no, I, it's because I'm very um, observational and I make kind of fun of everybody in in, in a very, you know, fair way. Um, so you can get that on Amazon. You can find me at Claudia Comedy on Instagram. Well, what do they say for Twitter? X. I like Twitter better. And Facebook. Absolutely. And then Monsters of Rock, just look up Monsters of Rock or go to the Dash Radio app and find our station. And I'm on um, Monday through Thursday, 9 a.m. to noon. So there you go. Eastern Check time her now. out on Monsters of Rock. Any shows coming up? No, I'm taking time off because of my health. So, uh, you know, I've done a couple here and there, but I'm not in great shape right now. So... I'm trying to get a little strength back. Okay, so. guys, listen, check out the book. Okay, definitely look at Monsters of Rock. If you like this music and all listeners do like this music, you know, this yeah. is a station you definitely want to check out. Don't waste your time with regular terrestrial crap radio. Okay, L let's find these stations and support this music. All right, That's Sean, it. anything coming up for you, Sean? I am headlining Laugh It Up Comedy Club in Poughkeepsie January 12th. And then I will be in Franklin, Connecticut, January 19th, and then Niantic, Connecticut, January 20th. Okay, and by the nice. time Adam uh, puts the show up, it'll be uh, spring. All right. Um, <laughs> guys, keep subscribing, keep following us, give us good reviews, and we will catch you next time. Claudia, thank you so much for coming on. We Great really do you. appreciate thank it. Thank you so much for we having me. We'll see you at a show this summer, without a question. Yeah, definitely. That'll be awesome. Th this was so fun, guys. Thanks Bye. so much. Our pleasure. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.